always love the U's and the R's. Welcome everybody to a somewhat different episode of Out on the Paddock as we get a look inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships. In the world of WA Country Cricket for both men and women, the highest honour a player can achieve is to be chosen in the WA Country 11. For the men, this honour has history going back over 80 plus years and has included some of the biggest names in WA Country Cricket during that time. Names such as Morgan Herbert of Tambalup, Joe Menegola from Albany, Kevin Draper from Mount Barker, Peter Shine from Bunbury, Graham Doc Manning of Harvey, Rodney Rocket Forward from Williams and Craig Tonkin from Albany, just to name a few. The legendary Tuck Waldron, WA Country's inaugural ACCC winning captain, Glenn Deering, Chris Waddingham, Richard Savage, Shane Bidwell, John Wiley, Tom Buchanan and Sam Whiteman all represented the WA Country 11 men's team over multiple years, including many battles at the Australian Country Cricket Championships and whose fabulous stories are featured in previous episodes of Out on the Paddock. In each of those episodes, the passion and the pride and the impact that it's had on their lives of playing for the WA Country 11 is there for all to hear. And I would strongly, strongly encourage you to go back and have a listen to each of those episodes if you haven't already done so. The WA Country Men's 11 have won the Australian Country Cricket Championships five times across the competition's 40-year history including a groundbreaking win in 1998 under Glen Deering in Toowoomba, Queensland, followed by further wins in Bundaberg in 2003, Bunbury in 2011, Canberra in 2014, and most recently, Shepparton in 2019. For the women, representing WA Country has a, a much shorter history but is already creating its own history and legacy and the pride and passion and impact is fast becoming as strong as the men's. So what is it like to play for the WA Country 11 and why are the Toyota Australian Country Cricket Championships so important to players? In this episode, we get inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships and hear first-hand interviews with some of the current crop of the WA Country 11 men's and women's, as well as the sounds of the Toyota Australian Country Cricket Championships as it unfolded during January 2023. These interviews that you are about to hear were done during the first few days of the championships held in Canberra, in 2023, a championship that featured state teams from Queensland, Victoria, New South Wales, South Australia, ACT, and of course, our WA teams, but also included a team from the Philippines in the men's division. Papua New Guinea competed in the women's competition along with the other states as per the men's. Some of the audio that you're about to hear includes some pretty strong weather that was hanging around during those days that the interviews were completed. So our apologies in advance for any distortions that may come across. It's still worth a listen. However, in some ways, 
This truly captures the true sounds of the Australian Country Cricket Championships and gives you, as a listener, a chance to feel yourself immersed, hopefully, in what the premier comp- competition that a country cricketer across WA and indeed Australia can immerse themselves in. The Australian Country Cricket Championships is high quality, high energy cricket. And we hope that as we get inside the the Australian Country Cricket Championships, that this episode also encourages younger listeners who dream of bigger honours in cricket and may use the competition as a launching pad for their professional cricket careers, as Sam Whiteman did in 2011 and Amy Edgar did for the WA Country Women's 11 at the Australian Country Cricket Championships in 2020. My name is Rob Marshall. I hope you enjoy getting inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships. Let's go. It's great to uh, have Callum Howe joining me here at the Australian Country Cricket Championships playing for West Australian Country Men's. Callum, welcome to Out on the Paddock. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure for me to have you on the show, mate. Uh, I've got to tell you... This is going to sound a bit weird even to the listeners, but I've had a bit of a man crush for a few years. You're one of my favourite cricketers in WA country cricket. You play it with a free spirit and you do all the things that I love about country cricket, so congratulations for a start. You want to tell uh, tell everyone we're currently sitting here in Canberra, WA, batting against the ACT on day one. By the time this goes to air, it'll probably uh, be well into the carnival, but day one, looking pretty good at four for 193 and the Credelli bros out there doing a great job. From your point of view, what, what is it you love about the Australian Country Cricket Championships? Um, thank you, mate. You're, uh, you're too kind. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I just love the, the atmosphere and the team culture that we, we've built here, um, and it's a fantastic opportunity for people who live in the country to to come play some really serious yeah. and and really good standard of cricket um yep. but i think my biggest thing for being out here is just i absolutely love the the team culture that you know tim um flip and you know hutchie and jez and, and a lot of the senior boys have, have built yeah over the years i think we we've got a really good balance of, of we take it very seriously but we also have a, a lot of fun yep. and at the core of what we do here is is having fun. So, yep. Yep. no, it's it's a lot of fun being able to come away um, and, and play against the best cricketers in, in the country. Yeah, and I think that's something that, um, you know, keen to obviously explore the level of cricket. You've played some pretty high-level cricket in Perth and had a crack against the English a few years ago, I believe. Very or, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, but but it's the, the quality of cricket here is pretty high level, isn't it? Oh, it is, and and you've got to respect it. That's that's the thing is you, you can't just kind of come away thinking that it's a free ride. You've still got to put the work in, and I think that's, that's another thing about this team is that everyone's made a big commitment to be here, you know, yeah. and, and whether it's driving, flying, taking time off, but, you know, training, we... Um, we, we all make big commitments to be here and we do take yeah. it really seriously, which is, is really good. Now that's, that's a good call and I think, you know, one of the things that we're hoping to do with just capturing the, the sounds of Australian country cricket and, and in particular the WA Country 11 programs, men's and women's, is to, 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 to shout out that, there, that it is a big commitment for you guys to get here, but you, you're here because you want to be here and, and you value WA Country cricket so highly that that's what you want to be or where you want to be. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, really, all of us, I mean, like, I think I will have seen my wife for one day in, in about three weeks, yeah. having to go back up to Newman to work because of the timing of this championship. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's worth it for me. This is the pinnacle of kind of what I get to do, you know, as much as it's probably going back a, a few years back when I was really taking my cricket seriously. It is, like, it's a really good standard and it lets me kind of take my cricket seriously again and really work towards something, which is really, really great. So you mentioned Newman, so uh, that's your home cricket association these days. Yep. Tell, tell us a little bit about cricket in Newman right now. Um, how's that going? Oh, the mighty Ibis. Um, yep. So, yeah, no, cricket has really taken off in the last kind of kind of four or five years. It started just before, I think, we, uh, me and my wife moved up mm-hmm. um, about five years ago, and there's some really key people up there, you know, John O'Smale, Chris Hamilton, Chris Shu, you know, there's a really core group of people up there that have really driven it, particularly Jono, um, the men's side of it. Um, he's our president, um, but also in getting the women in as, involved as well. So when we moved up, we started up a bit of a women's program and now we were able to send, I think, three years running, we've sent a, or had a t- women's Northwest Cup team. Yeah. And there's a Rose Cup, which is just so Brilliant. exciting um, for us. And we've got... Uh, one of the girls is, is playing in the, uh, in, just played in the talent carnival down in Perth, the under-14s, Ella Russell, um, and there's some really exciting young players coming through. Sunset's male is, is also playing junior country week this year, I believe. Yeah, he's down in Perth at the moment. But, yeah, we've got some really good juniors coming through and we've built the men's comp as well. Um, I mean, we got promoted from, from C Division last year, which I think is an unbelievable effort it for us. Similar to this, it was just such an enjoyable week, you know, playing with my mates um, yeah. and, and blokes from my town and, and being able to, to see the guys just perform and, and that is just really, really pleasing, you know, and seeing them put the work in as well. Like, it's not cool at the moment in Newman. <laughs> and, you know, seeing the boys training two, three times a week yeah. is just it's really great and hopefully, you know, they can, they can, you know, have a really good carnival this year uh, or country week this year. And, um, yeah. So I called it out before we sort of click record. You're now a bit of a veteran in this team. Two, two tournaments. Your first tournament was in Toowoomba pre-COVID. Yep. Um, had a had a pretty pretty outstanding carnival there personally, and the, the team didn't quite get the chocolates in the end, but uh, had a pretty amazing week. If if there was a 16 or 17 year old right now weighing up, you know, should they you know try and pursue representation for WA Country 11? You're you'd recommend 100% I mean really it's something that it's probably something that I reflect back on looking back at me I obviously don't have uh, you know any regrets about my cricket even in Perth but you know I I do kind of look back on it and wish I had switched on and tried a bit harder um, with my fitness with all that extra sort of work like I obviously always hit heaps and heaps of balls but I think the area that really let me down is the mental side of it um, and I just was never ready to take that step up mentally um, probably until I left Perth to be honest um, yep. but also just with the fitness and stuff like that and putting in the hours outside of outside of cricket and looking after myself a bit better I really only did that for maybe a year or two yep. um, and I think that's it's something if, if you want to do it you might as well have a crack you know if you think you want to do it you've got nothing to lose really I think it's it's fantastic being able to come away and play these championships play with guys. We've got some really, really experienced boys that that if you just listen to, they'll they'll give you all the wisdom and that and all their knowledge. Like everyone's willing to share their thoughts on the game, and you know, it's something that definitely I would recommend to to anyone who's thinking about it really 
And, and finally, we, we've focused a, a fair bit on your batting, but you're also going to line up to go out and keep pretty soon. How, how do you find keeping to some of the best bowlers from WA country? There's some, you know, some. We've got some exceptional pace bowlers. We've got some spin options. You, you find the quality of bowling pretty good in WA country cricket at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're so lucky to have the, the Credellis and, and blokes like that. Wintle, um, and, and now we've got um, Huda or Adam France back. Yep. Back in and around the boys. Like we, We've got a lot of blokes that have played a lot of A-grade cricket, you know, or, or could have played a lot of A-grade cricket. And in the spin department, we've got such great spinners, really, mm, who provide mm. a lot of control and a lot of variation, which is, is great. You know, um, I mean... Still remember Jules taking seven for for nothing against us in in an A grade game at Florida Oval. So th- that's the standard that we have here is is that everyone can really pitch in. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great experience being able to keep to people of that level. You know, um, don't know how I'm going to go to be honest. If I can make it through the week, it's going to be a miracle. But uh, big week, isn't it? Yeah, big yeah. tough week get... when you're going up and down behind the stumps uh, X amount of thousand of times or yeah. whatever it'll be during the week. Yeah. yeah, my training regime hasn't quite been what it used to be, so the, the body is starting to get a bit old. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. I, I do love putting the gloves back on on turf. Not so keen on the Astro turf these no, days, but uh, no. No, I'm always keen to throw the gloves on for when I uh, get to play on some turf against some good bowlers. So, yeah. Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure, personally for me, to finally nail you down and have a chat. Um, hoping to maybe unpack your story even greater sometime down the track on a full episode of Out of Automatic. But thanks for joining us today as we capture the sounds of the Australian Country Cricket Championships here in Canberra. Cheers, mate. Really good, Arch. Really good, Arch. Really good, now by uh, Tim Hutchison, who's the captain of the WA Country Men's team. Uh, Tim, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you, mate. Thanks, Rob. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. We, um, we're, we're at the second day of the tournament right now. You're in a, on a rest day. Pretty handy to get a rest day after day one, but uh, we're sitting here watching the, uh, the WA Country 11 women's team um, roll out some pretty good overs at the moment. Made a bit of a reflection, uh, you know, day one didn't quite go the way we hoped. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll probably have a full result and it, we're hoping that it will be the, the, the good result. But yesterday, some reflections on your first game yesterday? Yeah, it didn't go the way we wanted, Rob. Um, it was a real mixture of cricket that we played. I thought we did exceptionally well to make 280. Yeah. The venue we played on was pretty small, yeah. um, fast outfield, but there was certainly enough in the wicket when both teams batted with a brand new ball. Yeah. And, but, yeah, our guys, even at the top of the order, to keep scoring quite quickly, did very well. And then, yeah, the two Credelli brothers put on about 120. Exceptional, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was just at that time of the game where if we lost another wicket, we probably would have been in a fair bit of strife. Yeah. But um, they both batted beautifully, and in particular Julian. Yeah. Um, getting 98. Just, uh, yeah, put on an absolute clinic. Great little It was knock-off. quite refreshing to... Watch him instead of being on the receiving yeah. end of it, yeah, like, like, the, the like the rest of us are most times. Yeah. So yeah. it was no, they batted very well, and Damien Burridge, yeah, was probably the. Great. You know, Julian batted fantastically, but Damien's was, could have been the difference if we did end up winning. Yeah, it was probably going to be that little 
knock at the end. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, so for the listeners who maybe aren't aren't, aren't aware, the uh, the boys didn't quite get home. It was a, a last ball win from the ACT. Like I say, early days, early doors as we do this interview. So uh, we'll see how this rolls out, and I'm pretty confident the way you guys played this was Reflections on on your time part for the WA Country 11. Uh, I think we uh, worked out recently this is your sixth tour, which is exceptional. Um, not sure there's been too many over the over the journey that have been on too many more than five or six. So congratulations for a start, and congratulations also on the opportunity to skip of the team. Um, what's what's been your driver? What's the what makes playing for WA Country 11 something that you you aspire to do? Yeah, well, from an early age, I was probably quite lucky that um, Dad played a lot of country cricket. So, you know, we'd often talk about different people that had played for the country 11. And from being a young bloke growing up in Bunbury, I always thought it was quite special. Yeah. And then the club I played at Colts, we had a number of guys when I was growing up that were playing country 11, playing it well. Troy Wilson, Ian Prosser, and Paul Reynolds. And there's probably a few more. But um, to see those guys probably value it so highly, yeah. really, so as a young person, set me up yep. for that same value. Yep. And, yeah, when the opportunity came, I guess probably 10 years ago, it must have been 2021, 20, to go away, it was fantastic. You, know, you go away with you know, guys all with the same purpose, that love playing cricket, uh, want to represent the country well, but um, also go over and have a really good time together. So I'm very fortunate. So, so when you first came into the WA Country Eleven, who were the ones you mentioned about Pross yep. and and a few others that had probably played a little bit earlier than that? But who who were the who were the ones in the team at that time when you come in that you really looked up to as peers and and sort of gave you some good direction? Yeah, well, uh, the first one was Rodney Ford. Yeah, he was obviously a legend of yeah. Country Eleven. Yeah. And we weren't the strongest team at that stage, and it was felt like most games you played on tour or against the Perth teams, we were three for 40, and then Rocket would come out and smash them and get us back in the game. Felt like that happened every week. Yep. But, um, yeah, the way Rocket handled the group as captain was fantastic. Yeah. You know, he's one of those people who never said too much, but when he spoke, it was silent and everyone listened. So, yeah, he was a really good person, a good tourist. And then there was a couple of others, Shane Bidwell, um, yeah, was obviously a fantastic person to have around. Yep. A really good cricketer. Yep. And probably the one that changed things initially was Garth Noddle. Yeah. With Shane and Rodney. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably got us from being mediocre. And within a year or two, got the best players involved again. Uh, made to a really good time. And, yeah, we started having a bit of success. And the sort of pride of that, of those first few tours of being able to play in the Country 11, obviously meant a lot to you and has inspired you to want to continue to keep coming back because, like I said, you've mentioned, uh, we mentioned before, you've done the six tours now, or you're on your sixth tour now. Highlights, I'm, I'm guessing Shepparton may have been up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, first thing, the pride of it, yeah, really do value it hugely um, in terms of cross playing career for 15 years or so. Going away for a year is definitely the highlight of your year yeah. um, in cricket terms. And um, the group we've got at the moment, we're definitely getting the best players in country WA. I love it. Go back to the associations. Tell everyone else how good it is. Um, so that's probably the most important because uh, as a player in the team, you want to be valued in the country associations. Yeah. You want them to know that the best players are playing and represent the state world. So, yeah. yeah, really high value on it. And um, 
Yeah, Sheffield, it was a highlight to captain the side and to win the championship. Um, really good bunch of blokes. We yeah. lost the first two games and then won however more that we had to win. I think it was eight or nine in a row. And, yeah, we played just awesome cricket. And so that was definitely a highlight. And we won it again in Canberra about ten years ago. Yes. I think in yep. very different circumstances because we come across with not, not our strongest side I've ever played in. But um, which was reflected because we won it, and only one person made the All Australian team. Yeah, yeah. But very even and very enjoyable still, and got a lot of great mates from from that team also. And from the, from the point of view of now captaining WA um, and the talent that's around WA at the moment, I think um, we've we've mentioned before on on a few even previous episodes of the of the podcast that right now. I would suggest that there's some of the best talented kids coming through. You know, we've had a chat with Cooper Deering recently and he identified a whole heap that are around that 15, 16 to 18 age group. So exciting times. And from a captaincy point of view, some of the younger players that you've seen coming into this team, some really good talent. Yeah, we have across the years. Um, even sort of five, six years ago, a person like Nathan Credelli was yeah. just a young cricketer yeah. and... Yep. So it was just going okay, yeah. But um, certainly wasn't, you know, a world beater. And um, to see someone like that develop in three or four years to just being like the top of the class, um, bowling and batting, it's been really, really enjoyable for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we've had a lot of other young guys come into this, come into the side and do well. Luke Golan, yep, was a part of the team in yep. Sheffield when we won, and yep, he's become a really good cricketer too. Yep. And someone like Bevan. A lot of people might not see Bevan Manell as someone too young, but, you know, I knew him when he was about 13, 14, and to see how well he's respected in the country and, and performances he puts out is, um, yeah, ex- exceptional. So what, what would be your advice? Uh, I asked this of Callum Howe in a recent interview as well. What, what would be your advice to a 14, 15, 16-year-old who's, who's weighing up, you know, is there opportunity in WA country cricket to do something special? The quality of the cricket here, I'm guessing, is as high as you're going to play at this stage. What what would be your advice to, say, a 15-year-old who's, 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 who's trying to aspire to something in WA country cricket? Yeah, well, just my advice would be that if you were shooting for a tour like this at some stage in their career, that it probably will be the most enjoyable cricket experience yeah. that they'll have. Yeah. Uh, even the fellas that only come on one tour, they always talk about it yeah. um, as their most enjoyable cricket experience. And, yeah, the mates that you make from this program are just exceptional. We sort of talk every week now, a number of us, just about all topics in life. And, yeah, have created some really strong friendships. So the friendship side and the enjoyment side is good, but um, like you said about the standard, once you hear it's red hot. Yeah. We played great cricket yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. Really good cricket. We yeah. fielded pretty poorly, but apart from that, we were really good, and we still got done by a really good ACT team. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's a real highlight. That it's not too bad for me because I get to play in Bunbury, which is quite a strong comp. But I know for a lot of you know fellas that might be from smaller associations, yeah, yeah, it's a really big step up and something they really enjoy. And I think that's the thing is that you come to a competition like this, there is no such thing as an easy game, or there, yeah. there's no such thing as an easy delivery you're going to receive. It's 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 exceptional quality cricket. Watching yesterday, I think the bar was as high as I've seen it. It was really high, um, and players uh, clearly having to step up, which is is really what we want. So. 
Tim, congratulations again on the opportunity to captain WA Country. It's only, you know, there's only been a handful of people over the, the journey who've done that. Um, maybe a little bit more than a handful, but uh, it's not something that comes along very often and, and you've done that with exceptional skill. And uh, I've got to say, I think on behalf of WA Country, we're proud of not only what you achieved in Shepparton, but... Uh, the way that you've led this team for some time now so congratulations on that we wish you all the best uh, by the time this comes out we'll, we'll probably have a better idea of how things have panned out but uh, one loss yesterday doesn't make a carnival uh, I think uh, as you called out uh, a couple of losses in Shepparton still turned into a into a, a, an opportunity to win a championship so all the best and uh, thanks for joining us on out out on the paddock today uh, thanks for that Rob yeah and hopefully if we play as well as we did yesterday I think we should be right to win a few more games across the week Good on you, mate. Thanks. Well done. I'm really thrilled to have on the podcast joining me today, Holly Pierce from Mount Barker, and uh, Holly's making her debut for the WA Country Women's Eleven. Welcome to the podcast, Holly. Thank you. It's really great to have you. We're, uh, we're at day one of the carnival. You've yep. uh, just come off the ground. You guys are, uh, are chasing, I think, 83 to win or something along that sort of line. So really hopeful that uh, you might be able to track that down. And for the listeners, the, the, the girls' carnival is a T20 carnival. So 20 overs to track down 80 runs. We'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Holly's opened the bowling and bowled really well today. How did you enjoy the experience out there, Holly? Oh, it was awesome. Um, yeah, definitely the uh, first ball was a bit nerve-wracking, but um, once I got into the motion of everything, it just, yeah, came naturally again and was really awesome to be out there and to represent WA for the women's side. So how, how good was it to open the bowling for, for West Australian Country 11? It was... Uh, it was pretty surreal when they <laughs> first told me. I was like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> um, but no, it was amazing to have that opportunity to be able to open the bowling. So, yeah. Well, I was witness to it, Holly, and you bowled superbly. So, oh, well done. You. Congratulations. Like I say, this is your first carnival and you... Um, um, come from Mount Barker, is that correct? Yep. Yep. So tell us a little bit about your cricket in Mount Barker. How does that work? Um, so I play uh, B grade for the men yep. down there. Um, and, yeah, I just yeah do a bit of bowling down there, not so much batting. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So at this stage, no girls' competition down there as such? Um, we've just started uh, a women's league again down there. Yeah. Um, and that's just in the beginning stages of it all. Yep. Um, and then hopefully we'll progress again because we're trying to get more girls um, to be able to have a um, country week side to yep. go away for the women's country week. Yep. Um, so that's where we're at now, just getting that girl, women's comp started to then follow along. Follow along, yes. Yeah. So where did cricket sort of, where did, where did you first discover cricket? What was the thing that sort of got you into cricket? Um, I started playing backyard cricket with my dad and my brothers and then my brothers were short of a player and um, the lady at the time, Megan, she's like, oh Holly, just come have a bowl and I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was absolutely hooked after that. You were hooked, yeah, yeah right, yeah. nice. And, and when did you first sort of start to understand that maybe there were some opportunities like you know this is a huge honour to to play for the women's uh, country 11 team when, when did you sort of first become aware of that what, what 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 was the driver behind that um i was watching a little bit on tv here and there and my dad always said yep. like oh like you should be able to go play up here and 
yeah, when I first started, we um, went to uh, Girls Country Can and that's where it all kind of clicked for me that uh, this is my passion and that's where I want to go. And so if you were, you know, if you... We get lots of people listening into this podcast and, and certainly there may be some young girls who are 13, 14, 15. You recommend the journey? You're sort of yeah. uh, saying that it's it's been really rewarding for you? Yeah, definitely. It's been awesome. And the people that you meet as well, like all these girls here that I play with today, like we don't get to see each other often, but when we yeah. do, it's such a blast to be around each other. Yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend doing it. Yeah. What do you hope to get out of this week? What's the thing that you're really hoping to do? Improve your cricket or, you know, obviously to, to win is, is yeah. the obvious one, but what, what sort of things are you looking to do? Um, yeah, definitely improve myself throughout the time here, but also to make memories with these girls. Yeah. Like, you know, this is an amazing opportunity to be here and to create memories is, yeah, definitely my big one out of it all. That's so good. The standard already. I know you've only been out there for a while, but some of those, um, some of the ACT girls, they could really bat, yeah, couldn't they? The yep. standard's pretty high, and yep. uh, you guys had to step up, which you did. Do you do you expect that will be the case throughout the week? The other yeah. states, yeah. yeah, definitely. I think yeah, it will be a bit challenged, but I reckon if we all stick together and support each other, we'll be able to do it. Well, Holly, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. We uh, wish you all the very best. We hope that uh, you will not make this your only only opportunity to play at a carnival. We're looking forward to a, a long career for Holly Pierce, and uh, certainly you're an inspiration to, to all the girls, on, on, I'm guessing, down in the Great Southern in particular. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say that. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, I, think, uh, I think you are an inspiration, and... Really hope that um, any anybody listening into this will understand the passion. I'm looking at it, the passion yeah. that you have to want to play for WA Country. So congratulations, yeah. well done. Thank you. Let's go, Let's start go in. Go in. Go in. Go in. Go in. The next interview that I completed as I roamed the grounds of the Toyota Australian Country Cricket Championships in Canberra was during day three of the carnival and whilst our WA Country 11 women's team was playing out what turned out to be an absolute cracking match against the Queensland Country 11 women's team. The interview was with WA Country Area Manager Steve Phillippe discussing the importance of the WA Country Women's 11 and its impact to the growth of women's and girls' cricket across regional WA. Very unfortunately, the audio from that interview is, is way too distorted to play at this time of the episode for reasons that I'll explain shortly. However, in summary, Steve spoke of the team captain this year by Geraldton Veteran and multiple ACCC Country 11 player Janelle, Janelle Phillips, as well as being led by very experienced coach Angel Gray, and the hopes of the team to take some next steps in their bid to be a stronger force than in previous ACCC campaigns to date. Steve also talked of how, to this point in time in WA Country Cricket, there is very much a different approach needed for a woman or a young girl to make it into the WA Country 11 than how it is traditionally for the men or the boys. Whilst the men have some clear-cut pathways and competitions to play in, in earning a call-up into the WA Country 11, for the women and the girls, they often have to showcase their abilities and their skills to make themselves known via men's and boys' competitions in their local associations only. Included in this is huge sacrifice to have to travel to Perth and further afield for trials just to put their name forward. 
players such as Drew Eppis from the Hannons Cricket Club in Kalgoorlie, Brodie Stewart from Donnybrook Cricket Club and Cheyenne Thomas from Esperance have had to show incredible dedication and willingness to put themselves forward in a bid to represent the WA Country 11 women's and are just three example of the squad of 14 that pulled on the yellow and black of WA Country during these championships. Steve spoke of the fact that women's competitions in major regional centres such as Bunbury and Geraldton we're gaining great momentum and that the maturing of how the women's game in country WA in just the past few years meant that the selection process for future ACCCs will start to resemble, resemble more into the future, replicating what is now a fairly well-rounded approach for the men. As this interview with Steve commenced, however... I can tell you a very significant storm cell burst to life right over the top of us in Canberra and in particular right above the Kingston Oval where the game was being played between WA and Queensland. In a matter of minutes, (laughs) cyclone-type winds whipped up, totally demolishing the tent that the WA Country 11 girls were sitting in at the time and causing spectators, including myself and Steve, to scurry off to find cover. Despite the roaring winds, as well as rolling thunder and lightning off in the distance, with no appearance of heavy rain, the umpires and players out in the middle decided to carry on playing a match that was destined to go down to the wire. We pick up the interview with Steve at the point that the storm was still raging. However, cover and the opportunity to get some better audio had been made. Let's hear. Now, for the listeners, uh, like all good uh, country creators, we've... Uh, made a, ba- um, a hasty retreat to the car because of the weather. It's um, been pretty uh, pretty spectacular, Steve, the weather for the last five or ten minutes, or well, probably a bit longer than that, to be honest with you. Lightning, thunder, we've, got, we've had the whole lot. But we're um, just going to conclude um, talking a little bit about the, the process, the inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships process. Steve, you've, you've mentioned a little bit about the, uh, the, the women's opportunities and how uh, perhaps a young young lady out there or a young girl could uh, get involved with the WA Country Country 11. There's a little bit more uh, sort of uh, a bit more of a process with the men's. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, thanks, Robert. Essentially, we want the men to play as much quality cricket as they can to um, you know, hone their skills and to advance their opportunities. So, so we uh, encourage them to be involved obviously in as much first uh, hometown A-grade cricket as yeah. they can. They, yep. they need to be playing Country Cup, whether it be in their association or in the WA Invitational 11. You know, it's really important that, that the likes of Bevan Bennell and Michael Noble commit to the Country Cup, and that, that commitment is, is extensive with, you know, overnight driving for five or six hours on a probably more on a Saturday after a game of club cricket. Mm. Um, Callum Howe being prepared to you know, work his shifts and so forth so that he can get down and, and play when he's based in Newman. So it, it, it's really, really important that they buy into that program. Tim Edmonds is, is very, very good at setting some expectations and some standards and um, he, he commits to those and the players buy into it and as a result we, we get 15 or 20 players every year who deserve this opportunity but only 13 who actually ultimately get selected. 
So our Country Cup, which is is um, sort of partway through its season, uh, coming to a, a finale after after this carnival, still plays its role. Still has has a real um, ability to to showcase you know somebody's um, uh, skills, their their ability to score runs, take wickets, field, do all the skills of cricket that we are looking for in the Country Eleven. We, have I got that right? Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me how um, determined you know the, the guys are when they put their Bunbury kit on to, to take on Peel or Invitation Eleven or Albany. Those fixtures are always hard fought. They they certainly vary. The winners varies from season to season, and um, it is a selection process. But as I keep uh, emphasising, it's, it's a bit of a development process as well. If we want our players to be able to score runs under pressure, chase down totals, those types of things, or bowl at the death, then they need to be able to do it at that level, and then they have, then they're well prepared when they come to a championships like this. And in every game, there's a scenario where somebody's up against it with runs per balls required, or they're trying to restrict a, an, an opponent to so many off in the last five overs. It just happens so frequently that it's crucial we provide that opportunity back in WA prior to, prior to travelling to a tournament. And we and we also want to sort of call out the fact that it probably is about the time this goes to air, our Senior Country Week is is underway as well. You know, it's not un, unknown for even though Senior Country Week tends to come on the back of the Australian Country Cricket Championships, good performances at Senior Country Week are noted and are, are, are observed. Yeah, we've asked our, our country associations through the cricket managers to identify players and send us some names through. And whilst Tim is here, we have... Um, Country Colts coach Ryan Hoskins uh, aware of the names that are coming through, and he's monitoring those and, and you know going and eyeballing a player if we're not familiar with who they are. So we appreciate names coming through. Uh, I know it's hard for the association to know what the standard we're looking for might be, but we'd appreciate you know any names and, and an opportunity for Ryan and Tim in following up from this tournament to have ongoing conversations about a player that's that's improved. Players improve, you know, they get they get 10, 20% better than we. Th- than they were yeah. sometime previously, and we need a, a mechanism to to recognise that and and be able to reward them for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Steve, we've been uh, focusing in this episode of the podcast of getting inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships and getting you know just some sounds and getting a feel for what it's all about for for hopefully hopefully our listeners to to glean from. Thanks for, for joining us today. It's been a, a wild afternoon. Uh, I'll let the listeners know that uh, whilst we've been scrambling, the girls uh, somewhat stoically continue to play out in the middle, which was amazing and uh, even better still, Steve. Western Australia have just brought home the bacon by uh, defeating Queensland in a, in a magnificent game of, of women's country cricket. Yeah, chased down, I think, about 114, three down. You know, stark contrast to yesterday where they were set up a modest total of 84 to win on a much smaller and faster ground. So this is a significant performance where the players have switched on, all got on board with the plan, been brave, you know, taken taken the challenge on and uh, they've been rewarded with a really good victory. It's not often that we would beat Queensland, so that's a really um, monumental day for the girls. It absolutely is, and I can assure the listeners the excitement in the change rooms right at the moment is palpable. I've heard a- a- ABBA and a few other things uh, <laughs> building out of the change room. A lot of lot of happy girls in there, so well done to the WA Country 11 women's team. And uh, uh, Steve, Steve Phillippe, we thank you for joining us today on, on Out on the Paddock. Yeah, lovely, Rob. I look forward to uh, popping you on that plane and giving you a couple of stiff scotches <laughs> to uh, get you home to Perth if, if, in fact, it takes off. In this weather, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. I think there might be one, one or two of those. So, <laughs> cheers, Steve. <laughs>
At the point of production of this episode of Out on the Paddock, the Australian Country Cricket Championships in Canberra for the men's and women's Country 11 teams have now concluded. For the WA Country 11 women, the magnificent win against Queensland on day three of the carnival was sadly to be their only win for the championship this year. But some good individual performances from a number of players during the eight days will only see the group mature and prepare many of the players for future ACCC campaigns. Emily Allen from Bunbury enhanced her growing reputation as an outstanding player of the future with some good scores with the bat during the week, including a match-winning 30 against Queensland, assisted ably by captain Janelle Phillips, who scored 46 not out in that exciting match. And she followed up, that's Emily, with a 31 against South Australia on day four. Emily also had a day out with the ball against a very strong Victorian team in round four, taking three for 17 with her four overs of the T20 format. Wanderers Cricket Club product from Geraldton, Meg Spaulding, scored a team-high 39 out of a total score of 62 versus Papua New Guinea in round six and showed some positive signs of bigger things to come. Joe Walker, also from Geraldton, showed some great promise with the ball for WA all week, including figures of three for 11 against the ACT early in the carnival and three for 16 in the win over Queensland. Brody Stewart, Holly Pierce, and Nanups, Nanups, Emma Bresser, all bowled well at times during the carnival and were able to take wickets across various days. For those players and the remainder of the squad, squad, which included Megan Bam, Abby Green, Cheyenne Thomas, Georgia Squires, Drew Eppis, and Tia Hatch, the opportunity to improve next year in the Barossa Valley in South Australia now looms in front of much of this team who will now have the experience of a full Australian Country Cricket Championships behind them. Well done, girls, on giving it your all for WA Country during your campaign at this year's Toyota Australian Country Cricket Championships. We are very proud of you all. For the men's team, it was very much a tale of so close and yet so far. After two critical close losses on days one and two of the carnival, our WA Country men's 11 really clicked into gear with a huge win over the Philippines, as well as a comprehensive win against South Australia, followed by New South Wales and the eventual winners of this year's Toyota ACCC, Victoria. The men ended up finishing second, replicating their result in Toowoomba at the last ACCC, played prior to COVID intervening. For Tim Edmonds as coach and Tim Hutchison as captain, this will be seen as somewhat unfinished business from Toowoomba, while still acknowledging some great efforts during this past um, campaign. A final ball loss against the ACT on day one may well have been the difference between the eventual standing on the ladder and another championship title to add to the previous five won by WA at the Australian Country Cricket Championships previously. Some outstanding individual performances were on display during the eight days of the the carnival, which saw three WA players, Cruz Ciella, Nathan Cradelli and Julian Cradelli, selected in the All-Australian Country 11 team of the carnival. A huge, a huge, huge honour. Well done, lads. Cruz finished the week as the leading wicket-taker for WA and the second leading wicket-taker in the carnival overall, with 13 wickets 
at an outstanding average of 7.05. As mentioned earlier in the episode, a brilliant 98 by Julian Cradelli on day one against the ACT was a highlight to get the week going, and this was followed by scores of 87 and 59 by Julian during the week, an outstanding week against the Philippines and a powerful Victorian lineup with his 59. North Kalgoorlie's Michael Noble made the only century for the week, scoring exactly 100 against the Philippines in their outstanding win that day. Callum Howe, who kept superbly behind the stumps all week, Damian Burridge, the master blaster from Toowoomba, Bevan Bennell, Michael Tassoni and Adam France all made significant contributions during the week with the bat, while Mount Barker's Nathan Cradelli used his all-round skills with bat and ball to consistently chime in with important runs and wickets and, of course, eventual selection in the All-Australian team. Shalala was backed up all week with the ball by an outstanding attack consisting of the Cradellis, Jacob Wintle from Eton, Adam France, the veteran from Mount Barker, Jeremy Wood, as well as fellow spinners Dan Abel and, of course, the skipper Tim Hutchison. As with the women, WA Country is extremely proud of all you guys and of our men's Country 11 and for, for what you've achieved this year. Well done, lads. We now look to Barossa Valley in, the, in South Australia for the next opportunity for you to bring home a pennant for WA, WA Country at the Toyota Australian Country Cricket Championship. So this wraps up this episode of Out on the Paddock. We hope that you've enjoyed our look at getting inside the Australian Country Cricket Championships. Thank you to our guests in this episode, Callum Howe, Tim Hutchison, Holly Pierce, and of course, Steve Phillippe. We look forward to having you joining us again soon on our next episode of Out on the Paddock. My name is Rob Marshall and long live WA Country Cricket. Oh, yes, uh, Stephen Cow. Come on, Dr. Rebo.